Hi, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of The Charting Room, a podcast where today's hot topics meets mental health conversations. This is Kivon here with a reminder that the views expressed on this podcast are those of the hosts and guests. This podcast is meant to be informative and entertaining and is not a substitute for one-on-one medical or mental health care of any nature, nor the suggestion of any diagnosis or treatment. Remember that only a licensed provider can evaluate your situation, provide a diagnosis, or render other medical and mental health advice to you. Now, let's dig in. Welcome to the charting room. What's good? It's your girl, Kivon, and I am a licensed clinical social worker. This is Dr. Anthony Andrews. I'm a licensed professional counselor. This is Dr. Sheree Watkins, and I'm a licensed professional counselor. Dr. Phil Murray, board-certified adult and child psychiatrist. And we are your charting room... Excuse me. (laughs) We are your charting room co-hosts. And we are back for another episode. Yes. So, how's everybody doing? Very good. Are you okay? I am. Okay. I'm doing well. I'm doing okay. well. Okay. I am okay. of sober mind. She swallowed her mint, guys. If you, oh, she, kinda, oh. she swallowed her mint, and that's why she kind of choked on the, oh, the entrance. I did not. Oh, well, she's not speaking well today. Okay. All right. Well, but I do appreciate you trying clear that to up. look out for a sister. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> clearly didn't. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, it's all good. Uh, it's it's just one of those weeks. Like mm-hmm. it's late night Thursday night. It has been a long week. I am done. I'm fried. Yes, oh, I'm fried. Mm-hmm. And Anthony's fried, been fried. Act- acting up since we got here too. No, Anthony, no, no. yes, he has. Anthony Andrews. No, oh, no. Up. Thank you, Phil. Thank you, Phil. I do. Thank you. <sighs> Thank you. We have. I'm so sorry. Uh, I apologize, guys. Yeah. Um, he been in here bossing us around, folks. I'm. Th- I'm bossy, ladies and gentlemen. I'm speaking. I'm sitting beside the most bossy person in the world. I think it can be split fifty fifty. Really? The most relaxed and calm people is on this side of the room, which is me and Doctor <laughs> Phil. That is facts. Yeah. What? That yeah. is facts. But on that, who? Okay, who would you say was more bossy, me or Kevon? Honestly, it depends really on the topic or the issue. I would say if I say have to say in general, okay, she's like trying to overall, boss you right now. It would be Kevon. Okay, thank but you. But if it's more specific, like when we start getting really? to like the, the intricacies and nuances, like you know, we nitpicking stuff, yeah. it's you. Wow. Yeah. Mine was said with so so much aggression. Like, yeah, like, it was. Of aggression. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's you, <laughs> Anthony. Like, yeah. yeah. So we are even, and you can no longer call me bossy. See, she just bossed me around again. <laughs> but it's all good. How are you guys doing? It's homecoming season. No, homecoming just passed. For Shaw. Yeah. Yeah. For Shaw. Yeah, my HBCU. She did say season. It it's is home- it, it is season. The season. That means yeah. it's a elongated it time frame. When's, now, your, when's your homecoming? This weekend. No, no, no. It's <laughs> AT's homecoming. When is your homecoming? First of all, I am. A part of A&T's homecoming. Allow me to explain. No, you go to homecoming. I went to Bennett. Bennett is an all-women's institution. We take classes at A&T because sometimes we don't have the professors to be able to teach the classes we need to graduate. So we go over to A&T and take the classes. So that's one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Two is that 
I married my husband when I was a sophomore in college and he was a junior. And so together we paid for A&T both on an undergrad and grad level. That is very much my degree as well. As oh, so your name is at the bottom or the top of it? Last name. Mm, quick on the feet. So <laughs> there's that. So Aggie Pride and nobody from A&T says Aggie Pride like that. So that's how I know you're not Aggie. Well, there are people that say it like that if they are in a quiet, contained space. Yes, I agree. You want me to shout it from the rooftops in this office building? Is that what you want? <laughs> if you would like. No, I just want to say Aggie Pride. I would like to say okay, Pirate boss. Pride also. It is our homecoming at East <laughs> We Carolina. don't Pirate. We don't know them. Y'all are so demeaning. Pride. I'm, I'm so shocked. That's them. I ain't saying okay, that. People on that side of the room, once again, the bossy people. <laughs> it is my homecoming this weekend, too. Shout outs to my fellow pirates of East Carolina University. What, do, what sounds do you all make towards another? Like. It's actually really corny. Yeah. Yeah. How did I know? Yeah. How did I know that you were going to hit that R? I normally don't do the R. So typically, if for those of us who are black, we typically do the call and response, which is purple. Other person says go. That's how we we communicate. So if you're a Q on campus, it's like perfect for you. It really is. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Do y'all have step show at your homecoming? Yes, we do. The step show is actually tomorrow night. And is it? Sheree, stop answering her. Yeah, you don't stop have to answer. You don't have, you to, don't you have to take this. Like How many sororities Sheree, and don't, don't fraternities? Be, we have the whole divine nines. Oh no, of the other persuasion. Don't don't, don't, don't and do the step I show. Don't know why you keep talking. What do you mean the other persuasion? Okay. <laughs> do Caucasians? So we do have Caucasians and other races that are intertwined in our BGLOs. So within our chapters, uh, like for example, my um, my home chapter. No, I'm talking about the sorority, their sororities and fraternities. Do do you all do like a combined Hell step no. show with all of them? Oh, okay, it's come on, that's so disrespectful. It's segregated. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, it's, that's really disrespectful, and I take offense <laughs> to that. I really do. But ECU throws a dope Halloween party yeah. every year. Live. And once again, it's known across the whole state about our Halloween. So, anyways, back to that rude comment, though, Kevon. I ain't forget that shit. Um, <laughs> we have Black Greek letter organizations who do our step show. Yes. Oh. Only people we invite in is some of the youth community steppers. We invite them oh, into cool. our step shows. Cool. Do some of the white sororities and fraternities come? I've seen maybe a sprinkle here or there, mm -hmm. but no. Can you step? Can who, you me? Step? Yes. You can step? Stomp the yard. <laughs> Yeah, I used to step too. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And my twin was the stepmaster. So Dope. Like yeah. Dope. Can you Dope. and Phil step? I can step. Back in my heyday. Phil? Stepmaster. Phil. Yes. Shut the front door. <laughs> I, I would not have guessed that. Did not think that was coming out of your mouth. God. I want to see. I think we no. should host a step show, an <sighs> alumni step show. We should. And we should no. judge it. Feels such a party pooper. Yeah. 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 Just boundaries. <laughs> no, you do not throw around boundaries when you throw out stepmaster. Yeah. Negative. Yeah. Well, it was, it was just <sighs> a suggestion. Yeah. Cause we have, I think we have the whole divine here in Charlotte, don't we? Anybody I missing? I believe so. Yeah, I think so. I believe so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well. Anyway, um. <sighs> can I tell y'all a quick story about the fuckery I went through? 
Fuckery? Did I say fuckery? No, no we, we just, mean, cha- we'll done, change it to explicit. Nah, you done, said it now. Okay. And double down on it. I'm just saying. What? Tell us your it was, story. It was sis. a very traumatic event, and I'm still decompressing from it. So, look, y'all. Mm-hmm. I ordered a shirt for my event mm-hmm. that said Dope Black Therapist. Drip. It was fire. It was off the shoulder. And it was anticipated that, you know, good price. And so I got it from a store on Etsy that was black owned called Two Black Tees. Ethnic. Looked at the reviews. Looked at the other stuff they were selling. I was like, oh, this is some good merchandise. So I ordered it October the 4th. Week and a half go by. Two weeks go by. Still no shirt. 14 days. So I reach out <laughs> to the vendor. Email the vendor. No response. So now we are fully three and a half weeks from that time. And so I reach back out to her direct email. Because you can have it if you go to the bottom of the page. And I said, hey, I still have no shirt. So, when she responds, the person that responds, it says, Jen, and it's a white woman. Mm. So, wait, is Jen, like, just working PR? Is she just no, 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 no. So, that was one of my questions. I was wondering, I was wondering if maybe it's the assistant. It says owner. Oh. She owns. She owns. Sorry, Jen, I tried. Teeth. Yeah. You, two black teeth. And so, which made me even more uh. mad because her response to me when seeing her picture and then clicking on it and reading who she was was that... Long story short, you know, we had a snafu. We didn't send out your shirt because we had a back order. We sent you a T-shirt instead. I didn't pay $42 for no T-shirt. That's Where my coins at, sis? Mm. And I'm, and then on top of that, you're not a sis. You're a white woman. <laughs> you, got, you tripped up right there. Sorry. You said sis. I know. So, are, we, are we more mad that at Jen's race or her business practices or lack thereof? It's both. Okay. Now, you are advertising Afrocentric type of uh, merchandise, number one, mm-hmm. and then just bad business practices. You didn't communicate a backwater. You didn't communicate any issues until I sit here and threaten you. Then I'm going to report mm. you to PayPal and Etsy and blast you mm. on, on the comments. Well, I guess the question is, can a white woman sell merch that's, I guess... Uh, that speaks on black culture. I guess that would probably apply to all white people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah all, <laughs> the white man. I say no. Okay. Now, do they already do it? I'm pretty sure absolutely. they do. Yeah, all day. They yeah. absolutely Is do. Is it BT yeah. owned by like a white man? I don't know. No, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. when um, Black Panther came out, um, Zara had a lot of like ethnic looking clothing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you bandwagon hoppers and i love zara um (laughs) but still i was like how like how dare you how dare you like let us have our shine let us let the black people that have been creating these garments for years Mm -hmm. and producing these beautiful outfits for years let them finally profit off of it you know what i'm saying what is three things beyond the community like so wait did you find any black people selling that stuff like Black Panther gear or just like ethnic looking both yeah I, I I do they're actually in this is when we were in Dallas there is a shop in Dallas like just dedicated to that um, owned by a black woman um so yeah but of course you know these white big box stores come in and capitalize off of our people mm-hmm. and there's probably three things that's going on here Either one, um, the owner of two black tees, 
That's correct, right? Two yes, by that's teams. correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is just now, simply, the name is man suspect, though. It is. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's crazy. It, just yeah. trying to simply profit off of black people. Um, or two, she may really have like a dope black therapist. Or three, just hear me out. And she's probably getting black dick. I cannot with you. Oh my God. What? Now, hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> Oftentimes. <laughs> Oftentimes, when white women receive black dick, <laughs> they attempt to identify with the culture. And now she's selling two black teas. It sounds like a you porno title. You know what's interesting? What? <laughs> two black teas. Oh, my like, God. It sounds, it sounds bad. Two black teas. Listen, you know what's interesting is when I was in Hawaii. Like Tyrone and Tyreek? Like, what we talking about? I know. About? No, exactly. no, no, no. Exactly. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> that was a good Kevin Hart. Wow. I'm actually a really good impersonator. I can't I can't trust that because you say that you're good at everything. Don't engage. Facts. Don't engage. Don't engage. <laughs> yeah, I'm not back to the comment. Yeah, back to the, yeah. Um... So you got a story? I do. Okay. So what was interesting is when I was in Hawaii for my yoga training, there um, was a young lady in my cohort that was dating a black guy. Did she just volunteer that? Did that come? Like, how did that even come up? Volunteered it. See? On site. Wait, wanted help, help me to know. To be a report. She was like, hey, by the way, like. It's not like that. It's like making small connections like, oh, my boyfriend's hair See? is like that. Or See? oh, my boyfriend's mom mm-hmm. does that, or something like that. That's so actually that nuance, I respect that. No, instead of I'm saying instead of just come right out and saying I'm with a black dude. Oh yeah, 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 like that's actually yeah, 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 That's actually a substantial thing. Yeah, right? it's a lot of hints. Yeah, until you finally say, "Oh, is your boyfriend I mean, black?" She, she got to, but I'm and just then saying, you, know, you then yeah, and then hair, it kind of subsides after that. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, like oh my boyfriend uses that on his beard. See, like that's that's fair game. All right, so it's your boyfriend black. My boyfriend drives a Tesla. I'm just saying, <laughs> could be a relatable point. Could be. So, um, so anyway, we're sitting in the class one day and we're talking about like self care, health and wellness, et cetera. And the instructor, um, abbreviated, abbreviates arthritis and says itis. Mm-hmm. Um, and so myself and the only other black um, person in the class look at one another and we just kind of strike a glance and laugh. Right. And did y'all get it was arthritis? Because I wouldn't have gotten it was arthritis. Well, so we did only because of the context yeah. of the okay. conversation. Okay. And she's just hilarious. This lady is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, so we knew what she was referring to. But myself and the black chick were like, ah, you know, cracking up. There's nothing better than like making eye contact I with know. another black person across the room. Because, you know, I felt bad listening to your story last week when you're the only black like family in that church, oh. but, you know. But yeah, yeah, it was yeah. kind of, kind of sad mm-hmm. to hear that. But go ahead. I'm sorry. It was I gotta say, sad. there's Jesus in the black person head nod. Yes, yes, that junk is yes. important. Yes, yes it is. Mm-hmm. so true, and it can mean so many things. Can run for, for non Christians. There's a lot of power <laughs> there as well. Right, yeah, yeah. right. So, um, so yeah. So after we break from that lesson. The chick that's dating the black guy comes up and she's like, um, I saw you all and I thought that was so funny too. So we just <laughs> ignore her like chow boo and keep on moving. Fast Has she already forward. made the beard and the hair comments right there? Huh? Has she already made the beard yes. and the hair? Oh, okay. Yes. 
fast forward a few weeks later, we're having a beach day and she brings it up again. But this time we're in the company of other people. So one of the individuals that was there um, is a foreign exchange student from China speaks very well speaks speaks English fluently so I mean you know she understood our conversation but some of the colloquialism yes okay. no clue right mm-hmm. so she was like oh why was that funny <laughs> so I said I'm going to bow out of this conversation of course um yeah and the other black girl <laughs> just kind of turned around and was like, I'm not even engaging. The other, the white girl that's dating the black guy was like, no, tell her, tell her, you know, she's a foreign exchange student. Like she wants to know, et cetera, et cetera. And so I was like, no, I, I'm, I'm going to bow out. So, so the girl's like, what does itis mean? What does itis mean? I'm like, you know what? That's a conversation for another day. Let's just enjoy the beach. The girl that's dating the black guy says well it comes from Ooh, okay mm, okay okay it comes from nigga itis wow no she didn't i was florida florida the state thank you <laughs> she did not say all that. the way to t-pain's Florida. <laughs> Had an S- put up bump. She did. So, I think the piece that pissed me off, right? So, I'm sitting there for a second trying to That's get wild. myself. Black boyfriend is there at the beach. Wow. Black boyfriend is at the beach with us. With his queen. Says <laughs> nothing. <laughs> with his queen. Says nothing. So, I'm sitting there like, because over the years, I have learned how to regain my composure and then dive into the conversation. Years pass, old key, still doing healing work, composure out the window, and it's just on new leaf. So I'm like, let me just regain my composure before I dig into this conversation. The other people that were around us, nothing. Of course. Silence. So I'm like, you know, you can't say that word, right? You told her that? I did. Good. And so she was like, huh? You know, because now all of a sudden you can't hear, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you cannot say that word. I don't care that you're dating a black person. That word is offensive from your mouth. You cannot say that word. She's like, I say it when I'm with him. Wow. Wow. Oh, trying under the bus trying you sat he sat right there wow Wow. so i said so what you all do in your home behind closed doors is what you do but when you out amongst people you keep that shit to yourself because me i'm kind enough to tell you this you get the right person it's no conversation Mm. so she like shriveling i'm shriveling for those that can't see me shriveling and then straight into that victim mode exactly exactly well that's not what i meant and i just was trying to explain it to her and why are you attacking me (sighs) what call the cops white woman's getting attacked so i was like well 
you know, it's unfortunate that you think that I'm attacking you, but it is what it is. Good for you. Take take the feedback or leave it. Just know that the next person that you say that in front of might not be as friendly as me. Black dick. Two minutes later, does not give packed the up right their little picnic site that and they left. My homie, what is he? The doing? black boyfriend, mm-hmm. nothing. Because he got his never apologized. Never. You with me? I would have checked you. Like, nah. Be quiet. We gonna talk about this when we get in the car. Nothing. He never said anything. He never said anything. I'm still like in shock yeah, with my too. mouth open. I. My expectation of the story was that she was going to say, this is what black people say when la la la. I did not expect for her to say. Which is why I didn't even want to have the conversation because I did, you like you can't talk about itis without saying. The thing is like at this point, I don't even think of the first part no more. I just think of itis. Mm-hmm. Like, like when you said, I was like, oh yeah, we, we, that is what I mean, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. like that. You could just say, hey, it's like, you know, when I'm going to get sleepy, it's the itis. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. I'm shot like Sheree though because I think what you're about to say, Sheree, I thought he was going. she was going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, like you said, we just black say people slain. black people slain. Not yeah. to say that I use it around. I mean, you're saying it like, you know, every day you feel yeah. comfortable enough just to, I guess, just be free when you're with him. And he's and giving I, her a pass. And I'm wondering, does she say that in front of his family members? And do they Hell give her a no. pass? Nah, we don't know. No. We don't know. I we don't, don't see know. it. I doubt it. She yeah. seemed very comfortable. She seemed, she was, she ain't seemed, she was very comfortable. She was about to hit you with some references. How about it? Mm. I'm just saying. So how was it for the rest, remainder of the um, the class? So that was actually our last day. That was the day that we did the beach outing was our last day. So I haven't seen her since then. Mm-hmm. Um, but was what was even more interesting is how silent everybody got around me. Mm-hmm. Instead of also chiming in and being like, yeah, like, you can't say that. Mm-hmm. Everybody around me. Like, you could literally hear a pin oh, drop. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, and so when she left, then everybody was like, what happened? What? Yeah. Yeah. What you mean, what happened? Yeah. You ain't hear that? Yeah. That's crazy. She What's said it loud and proud and confidently, like, <laughs> My homie was high as a kite, so she was like, <laughs> she just was like, she was in the non-confrontational. Place. Yeah, yeah, she just was like, man, I ain't with her. Like, yeah. wow, because she probably expects it, and that, and that's why I'm not shocked about two black tees on her, because I am, I am absolutely shocked, shocked about that. About that. <laughs> they do it to us all the, all time. the time. I mean, but like two black tees, like come <laughs> on. Yeah. Did you call her on that? I. You know what? I didn't. Um, I just wanted my damn money back. I was about to say, did you get any yeah, of stuff? Yeah, I think Sheree was really upset I just wanted my coins. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, it's a $50 shirt. Yeah, that's big. Yeah. So, but yeah, immediately she sent me my money back. Yeah. Okay. Which pissed me off even more because like as soon as you hit Etsy, the payment go through like on the same yeah, day. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's about three to five business days. No, Man, give me my coins mm-hmm. now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> go on and give me that. Run me that check. That's why they like the execs at these record labels. And, you know, you, you think about, you know, you got the black artists, but you got yeah. the white man behind all these things. Mm-hmm. You're just pumping it out, pumping it out. And you're selling like black art and you're capitalizing off of yep. black people and their stories, their struggle, their culture and everything. It's crazy. Yeah. It's America. Yeah. I expect it. That's what I'm saying. I expect it. But it, it just, doesn't make it right. No, exactly. It doesn't make it right. And we do need to start having conversations about this. Mm-hmm. I don't know how what power we have, like how much change we're going to 
create, but it it, it really sh- there needs to be a change mm-hmm. as a culture. Like we are loved by people until mm-hmm. it's time to actually love us. Mm-hmm. So you love the way we dance, you want to touch our hair, the way we dress, like. And then when we need you to rally around because yet mm-hmm. another person, black person, was murdered for doing absolutely nothing, mm-hmm. you're, not you're there. nowhere to be found. You're not there. Um, it's just disheartening. And you, you talk about how white people just been benefiting off of everything that, you know, we stand for. And I was in a discussion with some people about the Me Too movement. And um, how which was originally started by a black woman, which originally, yeah, started mm-hmm. by a black woman. But now we see really the effects of how it really primarily ben- benefits white women. Oh, yeah. So it's like, oh, yeah. you know, like you said, it's, they're not out there with us marching and doing everything else. Mm-mm. So it's sad. I love it when I meet somebody that is down for the cause, like white people that like listen, I stand with you. We support you. I also think this is wrong. And I have a few friends that are like that. Um, even a couple from high school. And I really am always so appreciative of that because for them, unfortunately it's easier to just kind of go with the majority. Mm -hmm. And that is, we are forgotten about in moments of crisis. Mm -hmm. I remember, um, last year, um, I work, you know, uptown at the cancer center and I remember when the marches and stuff were happening mm-hmm. and we were the way that our, um, we have what we call pods. So, um, in this pod is, um, certain nurses and clinics. And so we had about five nurses, some CMAs, some therapists, all that type of stuff. And then you had us as the professionals. We sit kind of like in front of them and like in these high chairs. Mm-hmm. So I never forget, we got an email from, of course, um, the corporate saying, hey, if you can leave early, leave early, take these routes. Um, please be mindful. Please be careful. And I remember when the email came out, some of the white nurses was like, I can't believe this is happening. They tearing up our downtown and um, they should be ashamed of themselves. What they, what they mad for and la, la. Oh. Keep it, yes. Wow. Keep in mind that um, we had, it was one black nurse at that time. Then there was me and the social worker. We're African-American. And then, um, of course, our MD, she's Nigerian. So she doesn't consider herself to be African-American, but African. Um but I'm sitting there listening to it and I'm getting angry. Mm-hmm. I'm getting upset. Yeah. And I just asked them, I said, what's the problem? No, we can't get off early. Yes, it may take you 15 minutes outside your route or 10 minutes outside your route. But what's the problem? Well, they tearing up our stuff. I said, well, is any of that stuff downtown yours? <laughs> is any of that stuff once again coming out your pocket? Mm-hmm. Was anybody actually tearing up stuff? No, they was marching. Yeah, like let's start there as yeah. far as the perception of a gathering exactly. of people expressing Say themselves that. is destructive. Like Say yeah. that. Okay, let's let's start there. This is not a hockey um mm-hmm. tournament. This is not a baseball <laughs> tournament where we standing on cars, flipping over stuff. No, we're marching for a cause. And so I tried to buy my tongue and then I just I couldn't hold it anymore. And my response to these nurses was you all speak so openly about the inconvenience. Mm-hmm. We don't get to be inconvenienced. We die. Yeah. Mm. Plain and simple. Mm. I said, so while you all are getting mad that we're choosing this as our way to exhibit our freedom of speech, I said, 
people are dying and don't get the chance to once again speak up or even mm-hmm. stand trial. Yeah. This is why we're marching. And yeah. I said, if you go back and you look at the context to it, this is when we talk about those who may actually loot and march and stuff when it kind of goes violent and those types of things. I said, we typically harm where we're comfortable I said, we're not going over into the rich neighborhoods, tearing down their stuff. We harm and we damage within our microcosm of um, of our community. So, yes, you may not necessarily understand why we may loot our own stores and loot within our neighborhoods and all this type of stuff. But if you look at the context of violence, we start in home and then we kind of work outward. Mm-hmm. I said, so... You may not un- necessarily understand it, but just be mindful that your co-workers mm-hmm. are black. How about that? These could be our family members, our cousins, all that. I said, so just be a little bit more sensitive to what you say out loud. Yeah. Yeah. How did they receive that? Got quiet. Of course. Got quiet. Probably started tearing up and became victim. We're so sorry, Dr. Watkins. We're so sorry. At least they were apologetic. It wasn't authentic. It's crazy. Still a start. I mean, I guess my thing is, in those moments, I always wonder what is my responsibility to educate in those moments. Uh, and I think because for me, I just don't want to waste my authentic self in those times. Like, yeah. cause that takes a certain level of vulnerability and everything. And I'm just not usually here for it. Uh, I think depending on the context, I'm fine with conversations, but I, I just know I don't have the patience to go through it all because I'll get frustrated. And so you, I am certain there is a better way to go about it because I am privileged to be in positions that a lot of people aren't. Mm -hmm. Uh, But in those moments, but I mean, also just being in psychiatry specifically in the places that I've done psychiatry, psychiatry is like this weird kind of liberal bubble Mm -hmm. when it comes to the field of medicine. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times, uh, at least I've been in spaces where there have been people who have been sympathetic to it, at least, you know, in word. Uh, So, so yeah, I mean, so kudos to you for speaking up in that moment and kind of going from there because I know a lot of times I just look like you know what it ain't even worth it yeah because checking white people are you know is draining but but I feel like I have to because if I don't then I don't want them to think that it's okay and then you know you may not do it to me again but you may think it's okay to do it to someone else again Mm -hmm. so you have to give some kind of reaction like hey you know like Yvonne said like it's not gonna fly anywhere else so you know you gotta start here and nor should I have to feel uncomfortable in a space like that Mm -hmm, you know you shouldn't feel comfortable just to come up to me and talk about anything like that yeah yeah I told you about the time I told you all about the time the the white lady touched the young lady's hair yeah Yeah, Yeah, you you did did. yeah it's a tense Mm -hmm. episode yeah I just it just makes me feel some type of way and for so long right Black women have held that in for fear of being labeled angry. Mm -hmm. And so we end up being stuck with that visceral response. And I'm I've pledged that I am not doing that anymore. Mm -mm. Like if I'm going to be uncomfortable and I'm going to have to walk around with this visceral response, we're going to share in that. Yeah. Because even something as simple as uh, the microaggression of Dr. Watkins, you, you had a different hairstyle today. I sure do. Yeah. What's the problem? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, yesterday it was, it, and, and today is, so what? I don't comment that you're wearing the same pants from two days ago. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so why are you talking about my wig? It's on my hair. It's blended. Yeah. Let's move on. She don't got the same pants on, do she? The same scrubs from two days ago, okay? Damn. Same scrubs. That's, it's got to be unsanitary in the hospital. Yeah. 
unsanitary and healthy. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's nasty. Wow. To be fair, they usually give you multiple pairs. <laughs> <laughs> well, over in our building, they are, we were responsible for buying our own. Mm. Yeah, not, not hospital, something different. Maybe they got them in bulk from two black teas. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but um, boom. She's probably making a killing. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, if you guys need some black merch, I'm selling black. My uh, t shirt brand. Just DM Is me. Is this our um, sponsored episode? Are you sponsoring this yeah, episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to pay the charting room. Hey. $5. All right. <laughs> That's a. That's a, that's five is good. Five is more than what we have. There we go. So, there we go. Hey. But wait, so okay. So all right. So she's doing the two black teas thing. Mm-hmm. But I guess the flip side is if there's nobody else serving this need, how upset can we really be? Well, that's true. <laughs> you know, I thought it was the Black Therapist Rock Group when you were saying that. Mm-mm. This, so this is an individual um, vendor, and if I could, if I go back and remember correctly, there were multiple vendors who were sell, um, selling it. Um, like I said, I think there was even another black vendor, but her um, time frame didn't fit my needs, and so this one did, and so that's why I went with her. And then of course there are many companies that are selling them um, with ads and stuff on Facebook, but again, I don't know if you're gonna get it. I don't know who these people are. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Well, sounds like you didn't get that one either. No, I didn't. So I still need a dope black therapist shirt. I know. Yeah, I got you. I cook was it one the one with you. sequins on it? No, it was just it's a plain black off the shoulder shirt, and the letters was in white. Just something Dang. simple. So yeah, that's terrible. It is, but I get it someday. Someday. Um, what what has that been like for you all in your workplace, like dealing with microaggressions? <sighs> I think. I think within a hospital or a medical setting, it's a little bit different um, just because in my belief, it's layered because there's so many different races. So we're not just dealing necessarily with a, a black, white issue. We have um, multiple races, multiple ethnicities. And so I think it's more of a maybe a hierarchical issue mm-hmm. um, and title issue. Yeah. Um, more so than just basic uh, microaggressions. But yeah. I can I think the biggest thing that's bothered me probably since even being there, besides that comment, is that within our um, building, most of the CMAs at one point was all black. Mm. And all of the nurses, except for one of our sickle cell nurses, was all white. Mm-hmm. And in my I just happened to notice it one day mm-hmm. when we was having a meeting. I'm like, we don't got no black oncology nurses. Like not, mm-hmm. not but one. And I, I was like, this has got to be crazy. And so I remember asking um, the nurse manager, I was like, Hey, you know, cause at that time our um, sickle cell nurse was leaving. I said, are we looking to replace the nurse um, with another African-American nurse? Mm-hmm. And she like, we trying to get whoever's the best fit. And I said, I get that. I said, um, but if you look at the dynamics specifically of our clinic for sickle cell, right. um, we're mm-hmm. 98% African-American patients. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the clinical um, team is African-American except for our medical director who's African. And then we had one who was Muslim and one from India, but still brown. Mm-hmm. So I said, I get it. We want the most talented, the most best fit. I said, but if we have black applicants, can we make sure we pull them in for interviews? Mm-hmm. So we did end up getting another one, but it was a long period. It took almost close to six months to hire another nurse. Wow. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'd agree in the hospital setting uh, yeah. and in 
medicine specifically, it is a hierarchical thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, there aren't that many black guys writing prescriptions, so everybody right. kind of knows who I am. Right. Uh, but I know definitely starting out uh, as an intern and everything else, it wasn't necessarily from staff, uh, just because, you know, they had seen a black doctor here and there. Mm-hmm. But it would definitely be uh, families, and specifically black families, and probably because they felt comfortable grabbing me, like, yo, my man, can I get some more chairs? And so the thing is, I don't even take that personally. I'm like, I'm an able-bodied person. Sure, I can get you some chairs. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> eventually, you know, I introduce myself because I'm probably taking care of them. You know, right, but, right, right, right. You know, it's, and that's the thing. I guess for me, a lot oh, of stuff, man. I just kind of let it roll off my back because yeah. I, like, I don't have enough energy or emotional bandwidth to carry that with me. Like, yeah. I just can't. Yeah. I just yeah. can't, you know, and, you know, and that's what I'm like, all right, here, here are your chairs. Uh, also, I'm Dr. Murray. So what's going on? You know, Come we just back. gotta. And <laughs> I remember so one family funny. specifically was like, "No, you shouldn't be getting chairs." And in my mind, I'm like, "Why, Why not? not? Yeah, like, yeah, y'all yeah. need chairs. Yeah. It's not a problem." Yeah. So yeah. I, I think back to me and me and my line brother. We were at a shop. We were, we were working for this mortgage company or something. We would just sit back, make calls, and try to get people to refinance or something. So anyway, <laughs> we was back there. We were, we were um, we were with um, a white lady, and we was it's like our I guess our sophomore year. And she would always ask, like, hey, like, hey, Tashawn, hey, Anthony, like, are you guys, uh, you guys are in college? I'm like, I was like, yes, you know, we're in college. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> then we came back after the summer one time. She was like, you guys, you guys made it back? What? Wow. <laughs> like, what? Everything we did was, like, just so wow to her. Like, oh, my gosh, these niggas could not possibly be in college. And they actually terrible. made it through. And she would make little comments like that every single day. Did you ever so, ask her why? No, that's what we did. We called up, and I, I got a good, you know, I can like do impressions as well. So I pretend like I was somebody else. You and I was like, uh, I said, and basically, what I said on the phone is I called our, our boss there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's this lady here that uh, called us a nigger and on the phone, this and that. So we sent him back there. We did it on our break. And so we came back in. And it was like, hey, we need to speak to you. She was talking to the white lady there. She was like, somebody called in, said you were on the phone with them, got frustrated that you called him a nigger and something was going on. And that, that, <laughs> she said it's out loud in front of everybody. So everybody looking at her like, oh, my God, I knew she was racist. I knew she was racist. <laughs> everybody talking about it at the, in the back. We felt bad afterwards. But she got what she deserved. That's Anthony. my experience. I'm, I'm actually going to contend here. So, <laughs> did she really get what she deserved? Yes. I mean, it, it was it was biased. Yeah. It was it was probably not the best informed, but we were young. <laughs> it, was, it was fucking Anthony. hilarious. It was fucking hilarious. And she was so. But you know what? When, when she was confronted, the look in her eyes. I knew she called somebody a nigger before. <laughs> so that's what. That's how I was able to sleep at night. Because I know she did it before. Because if she didn't do it, it would have been a completely different reaction. She was like, no, I didn't. So it was just too calm. It's too calm. So, yeah. So, that's what I did. That's Anthony. Yeah, shout out to Tyshawn, my line brother. He, he did it with me. Like, I'm throwing him under the bus, too. Yes. yes. Black Tyshawn, yes. Tyshawn got your ass. Listen. Uh, I hope hilarious. she doesn't listen to this and sue you for defamation of character. I hope she does. Sue me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Right. Deny, deny, deny. But you, you okay. just said it, <laughs> and neither you nor there. Neither you nor there. But all right. So, this is. so in that case, I mean, so what is the appropriate? <laughs> so if you're going to respond, what is the appropriate response or thing to do? Because. I feel like I could be wrong, yeah. and this is not me necessarily coming to a white person's defense, but <laughs> it's more just in general. Like, yeah. 
I feel like sometimes people really do that in good faith. And at least yeah. the way you described her, yeah. it sounded like, yeah. you know, because I've gotten the, oh, good for you things. Yeah. I'm like, I was in school for 10 years, but okay, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> you know? And so I'm just like, in that yeah. moment, was it, so there's education and there's retribution. Yeah. And I'm just like, how do we kind of yeah, draw right. the line, at least no. in that case? No, I was definitely wrong. What, 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 <laughs> what I should have did is, what I do now is I put it back on people. Like, mm. for instance, like, you have kids? Um, did your kids make it through or do your kids do that? Mm. Like, so if your kids can do it, you know, I have, I battled with this before. Mm. Um, you know, when I first got my house, um, you know, I had to call like the district manager on, um, from the credit union down to one of the guys in Charlotte who was, who told me to my face that my check subs look funny, you know, mm. and my, cause it, it was a, it was a, it was a, he said it was an increase from this year to that year. And I said, well, you know, I, I graduated, you know, I got a new, you know, we got a company now. So it's going to be a little different. I would hope so, you know, and um, I had to get the district manager to come, to, um, manager to come down to go through with my loan with me. And she, and the guy wanted me to basically um, take less and, and give me what he thought I deserve. And that's what I mean by some white people just say things because they expect you to be at this certain level or they expect you to not have these things going on for you so when she was asking us these questions it was just like like what are you like who do you think we are we think we just in here just like well, yeah. we're coming from class every day coming in here just to get some money to go buy some 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 cookout and some some liquor with you know what i mean <laughs> we're not in here we're we just college students we just want this 30 dollars <laughs> i think we got like a hundred dollars a week it was everything back then mm. it was everything college oh you yeah it was winning you was winning. Like, so, a you week, petty cash. 400 a month? 400 a month. Man, that was good money. Mm. And my mom would send me 100 every month. So I had 500 a month. Oh, you was privileged. And so so you yes. getting over on the system. <laughs> you was yeah, privileged. I was. I was privileged. Getting over yeah. on the system. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I'd love to hear you all's thoughts on these microaggressions out there in the audience. So maybe send us some DMs, emails, and maybe we'll read them on air. So if you've had any experiences with microaggressions, um, let us know. Let us know. We'd love to hear about it. I, I don't know that any black person amongst us can say that mm-hmm. they've not dealt with a microaggression. Mm-hmm. Um, and if um, I want to find like the Instagram page to two black tees. You think we could find that, Sheree? So you could report and say she around here calling people niggas? Oh. I want to see if she can do business together. Maybe she can help me sell my merch. (laughs) (laughs) So if you guys want to buy a tea, hit me up in the DM. Black. I got uh, female sizes, male sizes. And on Etsy, I think you can see how many units she sold, right? And she is on Instagram, too. There you go. Stop. Is her picture up there? Uh Uh-uh. Wow, let me see. That is so weird. It's business is business. Look at this queen. We're on to you two black tees. <laughs> we are on to you. Natural hair. Wow. Are you sure this isn't a black this person? I, let me show you how. Dope I black know. educator. Two black tees. So weird. Mm mm mm. Okay, we're going to link her page in our... No, I'm saying... We will not give her no more um, routes to her page. No. Ouch. 
Yeah, Kevon just dropped the whole mic. I'm not oh editing that. Sorry, y'all. Yeah, this is Myrtle Urkel in the building. Myrtle Urkel. Sorry, I'm so clumsy. Yeah. But I think that's it, guys. All right, Saints. We can delete that mic drop. No, I'm keeping it. This is Dr. Phil Murray bringing you this week's moment of reflection. Uh, today's episode didn't start the way we expected, but we end up talking a little bit about microaggressions and situations that can come up that kind of catch you off guard. There are a lot of things you can do in those moments, and a lot of people can tell you what to do in those moments. Sometimes they can be moments of education, correction, or reflection. I think while all those are options, I think in those moments you need to check in with yourself first and see what you're capable of. At the end of the day, you don't really owe anybody anything in that moment, and it's not your responsibility always to provide people feedback on their behaviors or thoughts. Make sure you check in with yourself, make sure you're safe, and then proceed from there. Make sure whatever decision you make is from stability and power instead of chaos and confusion.